close to rom-coms. We are in like statue mode over here. <laughs> like Allison brought up that this microphone picks up everything. So we are trying to be as still as possible. We have taped all of our straws down on our drinks. Mm-hmm. So we will not be picking any of our drinks. It's just moving the head. Mm-hmm. Much like how in this movie there was a blowjob joke with the painting she was restoring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's connections. Thank you. Yep. I'm Allison. I'm Marie. Welcome to to Toast to Rom-Coms. Did you say that? I don't know. Professionalism all the way. I think think so. I think you did too. There's just one focus right now. We can't have more than one focus. So, and our focus is... No sound. No sound. No extraneous sounds. That's right. So, Uh, we're going to try our best, guys. I, it's going to fail. I already know it. We can't remain still for this long. Oh, God. I am a huge fidgeter. And it's a good thing I don't have a clicky cap pen. Did you do that on purpose? I, I, subconsciously, maybe. Okay. So, no. <laughs> Just no. Just no. Uh, today, we're talking about Maid of Honor. We're trying to connect this. Well, we're not trying to. We are connecting it to our last movie, um, My Breast Friend's Wedding. <laughs> you definitely just said breast. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Let the record reflect that you just said my breast friend's wedding. I got boobs on the brain. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I don't know what to say. Boobs on the mind. That's right. In my mind, on my boobs. <laughs> Uh, so this is Maid of Honor and My Best Friend's Wedding because both protagonists fall in love with their best friend who's getting married to somebody else and then make a play for their best friend. I have so much to say. I think I might too. I took a shocking amount of notes. Good. I, did, I was surprised at how many I took as well. Yeah, but it's not a negative thing. I just have a lot to say that I didn't want to forget. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't have a connotation to mine. Because I usually feel like when I take a lot of notes, it means that I'm hating on everything. Mm. But I, I'm not. I did think that this movie was wild. I fucking loved this movie. Uh, you've seen it before? No, this is a first time oh, for me. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. I loved it. Okay. Is this not your first time it's seeing it? It's not my first time. No, I've watched this multiple times before. But I feel like this is this is my first time in its entirety. Like that opening scene where they're in college, I'd never seen that before. I always start when they're in New York, like as adults. It's good background info. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it puts a lot into it. <laughs> figure things out a little bit more. Yes. So let me give you the deets. And then I'm going to put my phone away so it makes no noise. No noise. Because I think I had my phone on the table last time and I got a vibrating text and it mm. really f- fucked this up. I remember. Yep. I remember that. <sighs> All right. So Maid of Honor came out in 2008. Which, it kind of surprised me, and I didn't realize that it was that long ago until I saw one of the phones. 
Like the cell phones. <laughs> yeah. Um, it stars Patrick Dempsey, Michelle Monaghan, Kevin McKidd, who I've never seen before, as um, Colin. He's on Greatest, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, I never Which watched it. Which is why. Okay. Like, yeah, I didn't either. Kadeem Hardison is one of the friends. And I couldn't figure out where I knew him from until I paused it. And then I figured out what I knew him from. What do you know him from? He was on an 80s um, sitcom called A Different World. It was kind of like a spinoff of The Cosby Show. Okay. And his name was Dwayne Wayne, I think. Not Yeah, Dwayne Wayne. He was like, cool guy. He, it's, he sounds familiar. But anywho, Chris Messina was another one of the friends. And he was very familiar because... I, he was familiar to me, too, but I couldn't place him. So he's in the Mindy Project, but that's not how I know him. I know him from The Sinner. Okay. Which is that Bill Pullman detective show that I love that you don't like. And we always... It, somehow it always comes up. It's because it blows my mind. <laughs> every time. <laughs> I'm, I just find it weird that we talk about the show at least, like, one every five pods. I'm also pissed because there's a new season of it and it's not free on demand and I have to wait for it to come on Netflix and it's literally killing me. Um, hmm. Busy Phillips, Whitney Cummings, which it took me a while to recognize Whitney Cummings because of the bangs. Oh. And Emily Nelson. I think we got all of the big, the big, the main peeps here. It was directed by Paul Weiland. I wonder if he's any relation to Scott Weiland. Um, and it was written by Adam Who. Um, Give it a go. Stykew. Oh, that sounds like a tough one. There's a lot of consonants. <laughs> it's S-Z-T-Y-K-I-E-L. Uh, also, Deborah Kaplan and Harry Elfont. They have much easier names than good old Adam. So the drink that we're going with today is called a Flying Scotsman because the the groom. Sorry, that was really difficult for me to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> Do it. Take a drink from the straw. Be, be gentle so it doesn't fall off the tape. Now, see that you just ruined it. <laughs> Uh, the drink today is the Flying Scotsman. It has scotch, um, bitters. We just went plain aromatic. Ang- Angostura. Oh, thank you. Yep. They do have aromatic on there for whatever reason. Um, simple syrup and sweet vermouth. Now, the I'm interested because the scotch that we're using is a new scotch that Glen Morangi just came out that is specifically made for cocktails. So, and I saw that we're going to post a picture on our Instagram at Toasty Romcoms, but I saw that a lot of. Did you just take a sip of it? No. Oh, okay. You got three straws over there. It's hard to pinpoint which one you're taking to sip out of. Um, There was so much of it that was gone. So is Bernard, who's a huge scotch drinker, is he drinking it by itself or is he mixing it? He's drinking it by itself. Um, How does he feel about it? Do you know his feelings? He said that he would 
get it again, but only if it's under, like, I think he said $45. So That's still high price tagged for me, like, to me. Yeah, scotch, though. Yeah. It's not that high of a price tag. So to him, it's, like, price dependent. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, scotch can go, like, 200 bucks. And I, I cannot for the life of me. I want to say it was under $50 because I was just looking to get him something mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Right. So oh, there's also a lemon twist in here. I know. I was, I like rimmed my glass in such a way <laughs> so I would have a lemon taste. And now we're using straws. So I'm like, do I take the lemon and rub it on the straw every time? I thought you were going to say rub it on your teeth or something. <laughs> Like, where's she going with this? I put mine deep inside. That's what she said. <laughs> or he said. Um, or she. Anyone they, can say it. They, they can say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you want to take a drink and talk about how this drink was chosen? Okay. <laughs> okay. Cheers. Cheers. You know? I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. It wouldn't be my first like go-to cocktail but i'm not gagging so i liked the front taste better than the back taste because i think there's so much bitters in here there was a teaspoon of bitters and usually it's like two to three dashes Mm -hmm. so i'm wondering if that's like where this bitter (laughs) i'm such a fucking idiot (laughs) Clearly, that's where this bitter aftertaste is coming from. See, that's really weird because I was thinking it's too sweet. Not the aftertaste for me. The front is sweet. We got to be careful because these straws might get us real fucked up. These are big straws. These are like McDonald's size straws. I know. I I don't get better. Yep. It's still there. Hmm. But I'm not, I'm not, it's not unpleasant. Yeah. We'll see how it keeps up. I don't know if it's going to ride with the Red Bull that I'm having. Or the mixed berry power in. Yeah, I don't think it'll go well with that. Delish. (laughs) So we had much debate about the drink. We, um, both of us were a bit stubborn. (laughs) I chose certain drinks. And Allison chose certain drinks, and we were, like, not crossing over. Uh Uh-uh. No one was given. Yeah. So, we finally picked, like, three and put them in a box (laughs) and had Bernard pick one, and it ended up being the Flying Scotsman. Um, The other one was the race car driver, which is because... So... Or not race car driver. It was race car. I picked it because... Patrick Dempsey is huge into Porsche and racing and just like an all-around man's man, um, as my husband James points out. I think he also on Grey's Anatomy died in a car crash. That's ironic. Um, he looks real good in like the car jumpsuit, like the racing suit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Does good things for him. Mm-hmm. And... My other one was the chocolate cake because that's a thing that I think is how she comes to realize we'll talk about it. I, okay. Cause can I just say 
Say away. That I was in complete suspense with this movie until that moment. Okay. I seriously was like, this is more suspenseful than any thriller I've watched recently. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, I don't know who she's going to pick. And then five minutes after I said that, that chocolate cake scene happened. Okay. And And I was like, yep. It became clear. It did. So, yeah. It was very much one of those movies where at one point you're like, I don't know how this ends happily. Mm-hmm. Like My Best Friend's Wedding. Yes. And it kind of doesn't end happily in My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, absolutely not. It ends, but I will say it ends happier than it should. In this one? No. Oh. My Best Friend's Wedding. Because okay. she was garbage. They were all garbage. Except George. Except George. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. Oh, yeah. He was the best. Yeah. Okay, is there anything we want to talk about before we get down to it? Thank you for reminding me. I didn't even tell you that I wanted to talk about this, but there is something I want to talk about. And then we'll do the summary. Oh, fuck. You caught me. So, I wanted to talk about, because we did two podcasts back-to-back. We Mm -hmm. did You've Got Mail and My Best Friend's Wedding, like, two days in a row. I didn't get a chance to talk about the poll results on my best first wedding. Yes. So I, we were debating which Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan movie Mm -hmm. was the best. And we wanted to know what the people thought. Our people. And did you monitor this at all? Did you know I did this? I didn't even know you did it. Okay. So... It is shockingly close. No way. Between two. Has to be Sleepless in Seattle and You Got Mail. Mm-hmm. Who do you think won? You Got Mail. By 7% did it win. And I was shocked. So 40% chose Sleepless in Seattle. Okay. 47 You've Got Mail. And 13 Joe versus the Volcano. <laughs> Listen, it... I wonder how many people watch Joe versus Volcano. I think, I don't know. I'd like to think that they watched it. Oh, you mean like who just voted for Sleepless in Seattle? Were like, I see. Like because I thought you thought I thought you were talking about like they just chose the name because it sounded funny. No, <laughs> they so they only picked between two movies instead of three. Because I maintain Joe versus Volcano is better than Sleepless in Seattle. I agree. Same page. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was just a fun little thing. That's very fun. Mm-hmm. Very successful. So, is there anything that you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I don't, I got nothing. We fi- we're finally over halfway through Bridgerton. We have... About damn time. An episode and a half left. Listen. How did you stop halfway through an episode? Because we get to a point where it's like, we just got to go to bed. You're very, you're more regimented than me. Yeah. So once it gets to like 10, 15, I'll say something like, hey, it's 10, 15 right now. And he'll either be like, okay, I'm going to walk the dogs and I'll take them on a walk. Or he'll let them out to pee and we'll watch like 10 more minutes. Mm. So... It didn't get good until episode five. One through four were super slow. 
I disagree. I was entertained. I found the first episode to be slow, but for some reason I like found myself really wanting to hit episode two. So, but I, I really do think I'm easily entertained. (laughs) (laughs) And I think part of the reason that they strengthened the other siblings stories was because this one, Anthony and Kate's isn't as strong as Simon and Daphne's. Because I really find myself super interested in Eloise and the Sam guy and Colin and Penelope in the Featherington story. Like, last year, I wasn't as much into those side you stories. You just waited. And now, I really like those side stories. That's so interesting. I am i don't feel that way. I thought Kate and Anthony's chemistry was able to hold on its own. Oh, I I don't think so. There are a couple scenes that I'm like, yeah. And then a lot of the time I'm like, okay, this is contrived or this is cliche. Like, helping her hold the rifle to me. I was like, okay, just substitute it with a pool cue. He wants to touch her. He wants to feel her against him. I've told you this story about when we got, like, pictures done on our honeymoon. I don't know why. I just really wanted to get pictures done on our honeymoon. I get it. Punta And, like, the photographer was so cute, and he was Brazilian, I think. And he'd, like, pose us, and he'd tell Bernard, he'd be like, now feel her. Feel (laughs) her. And he didn't mean, like, literally touch me. He would just be like... Feel her, like the vibe. (laughs) That's what you remind me of just now. Do you have those somewhere? Um, They're on a CD-ROM. Okay. I'd like to see those one day. I I think I have them on a USB somewhere because we have them on a digital. I I gotta take my Fitbit off. I know it keeps it keeps clicking. No, I keep like wagging my feet, and I have to keep tell myself to stop every single time. <laughs> I think that's it right there. That little line. No, I think that was your shh. <laughs> uh, no, I mean the really small one. Right oh, there. that was it. Um. Yeah, I, it's not a personal attack on you. I don't feel that way. Okay. I, I politely disagree. And it, But it is like another one where we're looking at each other while we're watching, like, how is this going to end happily? So. Yeah. But and I, it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it goes down to the wire. Okay. I really want Cousin Jack. And Mrs. Featherington to bone. I want that to happen. It you, just cracks me up. Do you think Cousin Jack is attractive? Um, I do. Okay. Do just you? curious. There's something there. Yeah. I wonder what he looks like normal-wise. But my, my favorite guy on that show is Benedict. That's so funny. I think that's what Alice said, too. Yeah, he's my, to me, he's the most attractive. Huh. I mean, aside from the Duke. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, do you know who's really hot? Mondrich. That mm. guy who has the the gentleman club. Yeah. He's super hot. He is super hot. He has a... Nice body? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So I appreciate it. I'm not lustful or objectifying, but I appreciate his beauty. <laughs> okay. Do you want to appreciate this pepperoni pizza smelly marker? No, I've tried it before and I don't care for it. Thank you, though. You've tried this marker? Mm-hmm. Haven't brought this before? Mm-hmm. Or it was at your house and I, I smelled it. <laughs> You've had that marker for a while. It was in a Christmas stocking from Santa. I'm just kidding. Santa was James. <laughs> spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> it's a big spoiler. Are you watching anything else? Reading anything else? Um, I started... What was that one I told you about behind, no, the other woman? The HBO one? Yeah. Mm. Clearly it's not that great. I didn't watch it. I haven't watched it oh, since. Okay. We, we went camping and it was yeah. just like a whole bunch of things. I haven't watched anything because I watched Lord of the Rings. And it was very enjoyable. I, you know what? I think it is, yes. I watched the extended versions. I don't know if I told you that part. You did. And I'd never seen them. And it was, it was fun. It was like a week-long thing. And I don't think I'd ever seen them all the way through since, like, Mm -hmm. first seeing them. And you didn't care for them. I was openly against them. (laughs) Yeah. I will say that I still hate Frodo. Whenever his scenes came on, I would actively go on my phone. Okay. And then whenever anybody else came on the screen, you were fine. With I that. was fine. But Aragorn, the stud, the best. He is straight up stud. Mm-hmm. Although I have to say, he became minusculely less attractive in the movies when he went from Strider to Aragorn. Just the name. No. Elevated him. I think it was Aragorn to the King of Gondor. Okay. That's where... The full beard. He just can't do it. And I know that I texted this to you, but I want to expand on it a little bit more. The kiss at the end. So he... It's like a little cringy because he attacks Arwen's face. Do you remember this? It's aggressive. And you see his tongue. Like, like there. <laughs> so it's like a... It's he, like he's... He's, lead, per- he's leading with it. He's leading with his tongue. He is. And I'm like, I don't want to see that. That's too much to know. It's too much tongue. It's too much tongue. And she just embraces it like a good actress. <laughs> but it's wild. Please go back and watch that scene. <laughs> the whole ending of the third one. Yeah. There it was, There were too many endings. Apparently in the book there's a sixth one. Or like an extra one. Yes. So in the book... When the hobbits go back to Hobbiton, mm-hmm. um, Worm Tongue is there with. But he died. In the movie. In the movie. And they've taken over. Mm. So the hobbits then have to fight Worm Tongue and Saruman. There it is. Mm. Um, in order to get Hobbiton back. I don't care for that. I liked it. Okay. 
Because they're they become heroes and hobbiton instead of it being hearsay. Mm-hmm. So, yep, cool. If you haven't seen those in a while, give them a watch. Free on HBO Max. Not, um, the from here the first one though. Those are terrible. The Hobbit ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, I couldn't really even snooze fest. I don't know what happened, Peter Jackson, but I'm sorry. Just not good. Mm-mm. Too much CGI, I think, was part of it. I just couldn't get into the story. The best thing to come out of that movie was... Oh, who was the guy? Who was the hot dwarf? <laughs> oh, oh. No, but now that you bring that up, I do remember <laughs> that. No, the one who plays Gaston in the real... Luke Evans. Luke Evans came out of that movie. Was he an elf? No. Was he a bad guy? No. (laughs) Was he a dwarf? (laughs) No, he was the good human in, like, the boating community. I blocked it. (laughs) He was there. Trust me. He was there. Nice. (laughs) Gaston. Luke Evans? Is that what you said? Yeah. Luke Mm -hmm. Evans. I'm very, I'm fairly confident. I'm a huge fan, even though I don't know his name. (laughs) Huge fan. He was great in The Alienist. Very nice singing voice. (laughs) Ready to... I'm ready to dive in, baby. I'll give you a summary. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I just never do it justice. You don't, but that's what makes it so much fun. (laughs) So, Maid of Honor is about... Two best friends, boy and a girl, who've known each other for 10 years, and he realizes she has, he realizes he has feelings for her when she goes away to Scotland for her job, and then he says he's going to tell her how he feels, but then she comes back with a fiancé, surprise, and then she asks him to be the maid of honor, and then he tries to be the best maid of honor he can be to win her. It's a real strange plan. It's like friend zone to the max. Yeah. That's very convoluted. Uh, The best opening song. I wrote that down too! (laughs) It was like, oh man, this is peak early 2000s. I forgot about that song because everybody knows All Star. Yeah. But Walking on the Sun? Yeah. It's perfect. And they're both such, like, catchy, you immediately know what song it is when you hear both of those beginnings. It's such a good riff. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that was, that's so funny that you said that. I hope they're living happily off of all of their... Me too. Yeah. I said... I wrote, as the cool kids say, it slaps. <laughs> <laughs> as the Gen Zers would say. Oh, I gotta start using that. I actually have incorporated it slaps, it's a bop, and that's fire. Because everybody at work is so much younger than me, like my night crew that mm-hmm. I work with. And they say stuff like that all the time. And it rubs off. I I was 
adept at using fire. Mm-hmm. But that slaps. I'm not, but I'm going to be. It's, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I can't wait to hear your daughter say it. <laughs> she She told me. She said, that, like, goodness gracious. And she goes, I'm allowed to say that, right? And I said, yeah, you're allowed to say that. And she goes, yeah, because there's none of that Jesus stuff in there. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you just ruined it, but it was hilarious. That's amazing. I'll never forget. I think she, like, tripped or something, and she goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was so funny. Wonder where she got it from. No clue. And not anybody on our side of the family. No, not at all. <laughs> um, I thought the oh well, this is chemistry. Yeah, just I just think I thought the meat cute was really good. I that was my third note. Yeah, we are so in sync, Marie. I can't, I love this. Me too. And. You go ahead. Okay. No, I just, I thought it was a little unbelievable because I don't know how you'd be sleeping during that party. Yeah. I just, I don't don't know. I could see it. And uh, I used to have my dorm unlocked all the time. So. Yeah. Dylan did not find that as unbelievable. Because no one would see, like, the hidden placement of the key above the doorframe. So secret. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a nice, a good meet-cute because it carried on. I also felt like it's been so long since we've watched a movie that actually had a good meet-cute. Yeah. So it was refreshing. Yes. And I like that she sprayed perfume in his eyes. Eternity. <laughs> that would hurt like hell. Yeah, it would. Um, the whole honesty thing where she breaks down his facial features, I thought was great. Yeah. And he didn't take it personally. No, he loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, you could tell right away that their banter was great. Mm-hmm. And that it was going somewhere. So... Um, just a quick reminder, if anybody's new listening to this, we think the things that make a good rom-com are unbelievability to take you out of your real life, good chemistry, um, obstacles to the two people being together, uh, iconic moment, an iconic moment, and there's going to be a moment where they fall in Mm, love. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So just a reminder for those of you who are new, or just just if you've forgotten, that's what we analyze. Sometimes I just think it's good to refresh both me and the listeners. I agree. (laughs) Um, What was... Never mind, I'm getting ahead of myself. I also thought it was unbelievable that that party would be happening in a dorm. Thank you. And on campus. They were outside. Right. It was definitely not like off-campus housing. It was an obvious storm room. There was a common area. There were different floors. It absolutely would not happen. RAs would be all over that shit, confiscating stuff. 
teachers would be seeing that or like other people like it would every um campus has like a campus police so like Mm -hmm. that shit would be shut down so fast absolutely i mean quiet hours are enforced in dorms and uh weekends i think it was two Mm mm-hmm I want to say two. That sounds right. Yeah. But you and I had stricter rules with the... I guess Because we went to, like, a religious-affiliated college. You're right about that. Um, I remember, like, I got shot glasses taken away. Like, I had my change in, like, shot glasses, like, souvenir shot glasses, and they were confiscated when they did, like, room searches. You had room searches? Uh Uh-huh. I never had a room search. They would do, like, um, maybe they said it was, like, routine, but maybe it was something, like, somebody on our wing said that somebody had some. But, like, they searched all of our wing's rooms. Like, fire drills. Fire drills is when they would do it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Fire drills. Because that's when I would come back. Because I would lock all my booze in my trunk. Okay. I will, we would always just drink our booze in one go. Oh, no. You gotta have enough to... Because also, people like certain things. So, I had fruity stuff. Like what? Like fruit vodkas. Oh, I just... I just would have a handle of Joaquin's vodka. Nice. And Kool-Aid. No, I was big Smirnoff girl. Okay. Like a big... Um, like a strawberry or like a some kind of a berry flavored whatever. Okay. You were pretty high class. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm sorry, but I like the finer things in life, <laughs> like Smirnoff flavored vodka. I think we weren't bottom shelf, but we were second from the bottom shelf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Nikolai is bottom shelf. Yeah. No, we didn't stoop that low. Don't worry. I stooped that low a few times. Okay. <laughs> But honestly, it's vodka. It's vodka. I'm wondering, I should get some and see if I can taste the difference. Vodka taste test. Yeah. Yes. But I can't drink it straight. Vodka Kool-Aid taste test. (laughs) I'll never forget, whenever I finally moved off campus, one of my roommates had Patron. And I was like, did you find the money for this? That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. That was great. That that was wasted going out money. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because we were all over 21 by that point. Yeah. Yep. Fun times. Anywho. Unbelievability. Let's get back to talking about what was unbelievable about this movie. You go. I already I said two, I think. So, I want to talk about something that is believable. Okay. Because I've seen this firsthand. <laughs> Monica, that he was supposed to meet, puking in her purse. Oh, that was so <laughs> bad. Was that, was that recent Mm-mm. that you saw that? No, I, it almost happened recently, but I had seen it before. Okay. Oh. That'd be brutal. What do you do? Just throw out the whole thing? You have to go in after your IDs and stuff. I wonder if you have to, like, 
just rinse it with water and then get your IDs out. Because your IDs are laminated in your credit cards. Yeah, but... Ugh. Yeah. Rubber glove it, I guess. <laughs> hey, I didn't rubber glove cleaning up my dog's chocolate puke. Wow. It wasn't in a purse. That's true. It was on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my dog ate all of my Easter candy and I'm very upset. She's fine. She threw it all up and pooped it out too. Was it worth it, Millie? Was it? Uh, by the way, she was clinging to me. It wasn't. Yeah. And I wanted nothing to do with her. I told her that repeatedly. <laughs> Which probably only increased the clinginess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to fast forward to when they're not in college. Okay. I'm ready to move past that point. Okay. So he wakes up with this girl and she asks if they can get together. And he flat out says, I don't do back to backs. Why are these girls still with this guy? Like he has all these inane rules. And they're still, like, drooling after him. I get he's an attractive guy, blah, blah, blah. He's rich. But there's... It's New York City. There's a lot of good-looking rich guys there. Maybe he's really good in bed. Meh. I'm with you, personally. I agree. But maybe they all think they're going to be the girl to change him. That's the only thing that makes sense. And it's just bullshit. I agree. Cut your losses and move on. Exactly. You had a couple good lays or however many it was. If you're feeling desperate, booty call like in three or four months. Yeah. But you booty call him, Mm -hmm. not the other way Mm -hmm. around. So I thought it was bullshit that he kept getting all these girls. Unless they wanted the same thing, but the girl he woke up with didn't. Mm -hmm. She wanted more. My next unbelievable is who drives a classic Jag in New York City and leaves it parked outside and actually finds a spot outside the coffee shop. I have the exact same thing. Got that prime parking spot. Just happened to be there. Never. Absolutely not. You know there's apartments on top of that Starbucks. Someone is living in that spot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. That was ridiculous. Like, the whole convertible. Like, at, first off, like, a whole a lot of the time, I don't even see a need for owning a car in New York City. Mm-hmm. Or, like, just storing it or something like that. It's crazy. What's it What's it got to be? Like, 24000 a month for a park... Or a year for a parking space? Absolutely. At least. Mm. Just crazy. I mean, House Hunters has taught me much about living in New York City. Well, it's like HOA fees. These people's budgets are like 400000 and then they're like, this is 400000 but then you have a $400 a month homeowners. What? Nothing incenses me more than an HOA. Oh, I have an HOA. I don't know what the fuck that thing does. Well, they do all your grass in the front. Like, in the entrance to your plan. Oh, yeah. All, like, mm-hmm. 10 feet. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be worth, what is it? You told me it was something really low, though. It's one twenty a year. So I think you told me that, and I was like, I'd, that's reasonable. I would do that. Yeah. So that's going to pay for your nice flowers and your sign with the little letters and 
Do you notice that? Yes. Okay. It, right now it says HOA is past due. <laughs> Does it really? That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> I wish that there's, like, I hope that there's, like, a hooligan in your apartment. Did you ever read Captain Underpants? No. So the two little kids in Captain Underpants always go up to the school's sign and rearrange the letters to say something about poop or pee or farts. (laughs) I want there to be, like, a 10-year-old kid who does that with those letters. Now, I will say, this year... They've had, um, ever since the start of spring, they've had a food truck every Thursday. Oh, that's worth it. I've yet to go, but it is nice to know it's there. Listen, I want to be here on those Thursdays. I, the only, it annoys me that I don't know what they are. There's got to be something on Facebook. Oh. Like a community page on Facebook. I will have to look when we make second drink and get back to you. Yeah, because um, I have, I'm in like my neighborhood's community page and there's like a neighborhood maybe like a mile or two away that has food trucks. Okay. But I never go because like what, what I'm just going to park on the side of the road and like, you know. That's what people do here. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm just so sad that you got Cousin Maine's lobster and you didn't even have it. I didn't go, yeah. There was no line. <gasps> there was Son no line. I want that because there's um you and you and Bernard should come down and Lily too, because it's a really huge outdoor space. Have you ever been to Helicon Brewery? Hmm, no. It's basically like an old fire department building Mm -hmm. and then there's like um arcade games and stuff like that really good beer and then they have food trucks on certain days of the week okay certain days of the week yeah you said it okay strength's almost done we're not even i mean we're far into the podcast but what not far into talking about the movie which is shocking because i loved it and this is gonna be a long one yeah get buckle up Um, A new unbelievability. I love when they're going around together and she's wearing that cute barrette in her hair. Mm. That would never stay in real life. Mm. That barrette would slide the fuck down. That had to be pinned and glued in her hair. Yes. Cute look. Doesn't work in real life. Or like gelled into place. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a really cute pearl one that it's just in my car forever because it never stays in. Yeah. I have another believable. Okay. They're in that antique store. Mm-hmm. The reaction that he had to that dog. Oh, yeah. On point. It's exactly how you react whenever you see a dog. I love you. I love you. You're so pretty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but... To counter your believability with an unbelievability, how fucking long is this bitch's lunch? She doesn't fucking go back to work. <laughs> like, <laughs> she leaves to go to lunch and just doesn't go back. What a life. Is she, I, get, I mean, even if you're salaried, you should still be expected to, to work. <laughs> I'm salaried and my lunch is 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was salaried and my lunch was 25. Ugh. 
Yeah. Ugh. So, I... That's not even, like, enough time to microwave and eat your food. Um, so, yeah. I thought that was bullshit. You're trying to fart? No, I'm trying to get comfortable and not sit straight-backed in a chair and lean on this without making noise. Do you want a pillow for your back? No. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I didn't mean to sound so aggressive. <laughs> Um, okay. Your go. I found it unbelievable how quick they got engaged. The Scotsman and her. Really? Six weeks? I don't think it's unbelievable. I think people have gotten engaged for less. Would that be my personality? No, but I think it's completely believable. I just think you don't know that person. You need like at least six months, maybe more. For me, it personally took about... When did we get engaged? 2015? So it took me like two solid years. Two and a half, maybe. Ted, know that you love... No, to know that I wanted to spend the rest of my life. I knew that I loved James. I just didn't know if I wanted to, like, actually, it probably took, like, one and a half because I think I was bugging him about it for a little bit. Okay. And then he told me to cool it. (laughs) Chill the fuck out. Yeah. (laughs) I asked Bernard today. I was like, he asked me the questions. About if I knew what I was getting into. And I said, did you? In 2012, did you? He goes, I think so. I'm like, okay. Yeah, because you, it's, our family is very much like you marry the person, you also marry the family. Absolutely. Not so much with our spouses. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Like, our family is very much in each other's business at all times. Yes. Bernard has found if he wants something to be kept secret, he needs to say specifically. Yes! Do not tell anybody. That's exactly what we had to do to mom. And even then it wasn't safe. No. (laughs) Mom loved a good goss. She loved the hot goss. She passed that on to us. Absolutely. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that. Okay. Well, I did. (laughs) Good to know. I thought the dad marrying someone without another divorce being finalized was unbelievable. I didn't find that unbelievable. Really? Yeah. He's finalizing the prenup and the divorce as she's driving to the church. Yeah, I believed it. Because I know that there are old men who are out there that are like that. No way. Yes way. I think so. That's crazy. I didn't find, I didn't have a problem with that. Even like the prenup and stuff, like negotiating the prenup and the... The lim- weight, the amount of times to have sex and blowjobs Ugh. and all that kind of stuff, that's that's a lot. Her wedding dress and her hair was awful. It was terrible. So bad. It looked very 90s, and this was 2008. Well, her one concern with, with the dress was showing off the body. 
Showing off her body and her tan. That fake tan was something. Yeah. I'd rather be pale. Same. She was very sleazy. Mm -hmm. Like how she like hung all over him and, or not the dad, but you know, Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. So. Um, did you find the psycho blogger believable? No. I didn't either. Because I don't think she he would know about the blog. Like, she would hide that, you would think. I think so, too. I think that in about five years, she would murder him. It was, it was more of a caricature than an actual stalker. Like, how... Sorry. You're not even trying. <laughs> I, I needed to get the rest. One drink was all it took. It's scotch, dude. <laughs> this is heavy. And I've had one meal all day, which is my fault. It's okay. I can't wait to eat that shitty sandwich, though. That left it, your leftovers? Yeah. That's why I brought them here. Um, yeah, I think her hair, her outfit, her glasses, the way she was looking for him, the way she talked to him, it was all just a caricature. So mm-hmm. they didn't make her believable. <laughs> I um going back to the quick proposal and wedding. All right. So maybe it's not unbelievable, but I do find it to be a red flag. For it lasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. I really feel cuz every single person in our family has done it, so maybe that's why. But, like, you need to live with somebody. You need to know. Is this habit going to drive you mad? Are you going to be able to do it? I agree. However, I don't think that anything prepares you for dealing with a habit for, like, 10 plus years. Because something that didn't drive you nuts in the first, like, six months of living together, I think it has the potential to drive you nuts, like, in year 22. Okay. See, I kind of had an idea what would drive me nuts, and it was very much like, it's okay. This is worth it. And I'm sure that James has, like, 20 of the same things for me. Mm-hmm. In fact, I can think of a few right now, but I'm not going to get into it. We don't need to go in-depth into ourselves like that right now. Nope. No self-reflection for me. (laughs) Um, Remember when she was in Scotland and she called him and he was in the bathroom and the girl was like, your phone's ringing, your phone's ringing. And he runs and like Hannah clicks off right as he picks up and he doesn't call her back. Yeah, no. Good call. Dude, she just called you. She's going to be with her phone. Yeah. I was like, just call her back. Yeah. This whole thing could have been avoided if he had just called her back. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, I thought the sex toy saleswoman thing was unbelievable because you just say, hey, this was a mistake. Can you please leave? I'll pay you for your trouble. Or he obviously called her to book. Yes. She didn't ask any questions. 
he didn't ask any questions. Like, Mm -hmm. I would think that there was some kind of preparation she would want to do. Like, what age crowd am I working with? What type of event is this? Like, also, it's 2008. The internet exists. I'm sure they're on the internet. Yeah. And those types of things always work. Like, okay, if the people at your party buy this much amount, you'll get this much off your Mm, own purchases. Like, Good call. She would have told him. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I agree. And I also thought Hannah's reaction to it was over the top. It's bridal shower and it still does. Get the fuck over it. I completely agree. I thought it was hilarious. If that happened at my bridal shower, I would have died. Yeah. Of laughter and joy. Can you have seen our aunt? Oh, I think she would have secretly loved it, though. Agree. Her and our uncle... They would have talked about it for hours. <laughs> I don't know how my mother-in-law would have responded. But I think she would have just pretended it wasn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it would have been fine. Yeah. Um, And then, like, how she doesn't listen to him, too... Like, when he says, Melissa set me up. Yeah. But at the same time, like we said, he should have known. Yes. And especially, like, if you call, they're going to say, like, Sharon's, like, sex toy party. Mm. Like, how can I help you? What kind of a package? Like you said, like, explaining yeah. the deets. Um, one of my unbelievabilities. So, if... An hour into the movie, she hasn't even mentioned or seemed to even thought of moving to another country after getting married and leaving everybody behind. That was a huge thing for me. Well, she plays it off like she just didn't know how to tell him. Yeah, but come on. That's another thing with like a six-week wedding and you're marrying somebody from Scotland who's royalty and who has a family business. Can you imagine like our family if if you were like... I'm engaged. Oh, and I'm moving to Scotland in six weeks. No. No, you're fucking not. Yeah. (laughs) You're not allowed. (laughs) Even if, like, it was a cross-country move. Like, it was insane when our brother moved to Ohio. (laughs) Two hours away. Two hours away. And it's still too long. It's still too long. (laughs) Uh, Dad, today, he was like, you need to move up here. And it's 30 minutes away. (laughs) He literally said that to me today as we were hugging goodbye. <laughs> yes. It's very endearing, but it's enti- a lot. Entirely impossible. <laughs> <laughs> um let me see here. How about when they were talking at their first like meeting, all the bridesmaids, and they just started saying mo like it's a thing. Oh yeah, I've never heard that in my life. Yeah. He was like, What's a mo? I was I was completely with him. I would have been like, motherfucker? <laughs> That's where my head went. Um I I just feel like we skipped the dunking during the basketball. It was so oh, fake. Yeah. But they did make him out to be like a very in shape sports yeah. guy. Yeah, he I was didn't find athletic. Him. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> How often he was doing it, I don't know. I had a hard time with it. It was ridiculous. I thought it was completely unbelievable that um What the fuck is her name? 
Hannah. She was asking for help with lingerie. Mm. And she came... Number one, the curtains for the dressing rooms were sheer. You could see her changing. Mm -hmm. Unreal. Number two, she came out into the store where other people were shopping to show herself in lingerie. With a, with a, not a whip, but like... A riding crop. A riding crop. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because those come with the lingerie? Like, this was at, it wasn't Macy's, but it was at a department store. This wasn't a specialty shop. Mm -mm. They're not going to have riding crops next to their lingerie. And they're not going to have sheer curtains for dressing rooms. No. And nor, I know he's your maid of honor. I know he's your best friend. You're not <sighs> going to show him the lingerie unless you were trying to yes. manipulate him into doing exactly what he's doing. Yes. Love that. Yeah. Um, I have a question of personal pen. I'll save it for final thoughts. Never mind. Okay. Sorry. I saw multiple things at once. No, go for it. Uh... I found it unbelievable that they were on the ferry with sheep and not petting the sheep. Oh, I would have been all over the sheep. Absolutely. It's, I may have been in the sheep pen as long as you told me it was safe. (laughs) Me too. I would have just been constantly petting. Constantly. Would you have tried to like ride one? No. I don't, it depends on how big they are. They looked normal. I don't think they could hold my weight. <laughs> I don't know if, like, a donkey could hold my weight personally. But, uh, no, I would have not tried to ride a sheep. So, at school today, they were talking about the Good Samaritan. Okay. It's a Christian preschool, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And they sent home a picture of the Good Samaritan. So, like, you know what they talked about at home. And my kid just points to the picture and goes, he rode a donkey. <laughs> I'm like, tossed it out laughing. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's what you took away from this story. <laughs> I love it. She's got her priorities straight. Yes, I... <laughs> That's so funny. She's a riot. She's so funny. She is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, what's your next unbelievability? Um, there was a lot of like little things during the Scotland stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you want me to just go. Yeah, just list them. Because I don't really have a lot. The small kill bothered me. Like, that would never happen. I loved it. I thought he had really good legs, and it was something I didn't know I wanted until I saw it. I think it made a good story point, like a good, like, funny ha ha mm-hmm. moment, but it would never happen. Um, Especially with those tidy whities underneath. <laughs> like, the shots that they did, like, from the ground up, <laughs> they cracked me up. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to toss the caber. Like, mm. no. You've never done it before. Mm-hmm. You can't. Um, and then the song at dinner that Colin was singing. Oh. Like, I get it. Robert Burns is huge over there. But I just don't think that would happen. 
I wrote down that if James sang that song to me unironically in front of everyone, I would have called off the wedding so fast. Unironically. Un- so if he did it while laughing, it would have been fine. It would have been fine. Yeah. Because it's a big joke. But if he would have done it unironically, I would have been like, see ya. Here's your ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck, fucker. I hated the everything we're eating Colin has killed. Yeah, like, there's only so many things you can kill. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You didn't have a potato on there or, like, lettuce. (laughs) There was no greens. I actually thought that too, but then I got a really funny image of him just like chopping at the crops <laughs> with a machete. Yeah. Uh, uh, with that whole chocolate cake thing too, can you read what I wrote in giant letters? This is why you need more than six weeks before marrying someone. Idiot. <laughs> And how meticulously he cut a piece of his cake off and put it on a little plate. It was less than bite size. <laughs> that was the most offensive part. <laughs> <laughs> you split it in half. You take bites. You switch off. Yeah. That's what love is. Unless you like one better than the other. And then it's like hands off. You got your bite. <laughs> I like mine better. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We had a very tough time deciding which one was better with our crumble cookies today. Mm. Um, We each got two brownie ones and two peanut butter M&M ones. And it was so tough deciding which one. And so we each got two of those and like we had like a little sample in the car when we got it and he was about to break off a piece of like the brownie cookie that I had claimed and I was like no 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 this is why we have two you take from that one you have to take from your own yeah so but it was even um I'm no I have one more unbelievability no I have two more mm-hmm. well, go ahead and give me one Grandma Pearl wearing her glow-in-the-dark thunder beads. That was not mine. Um, one of my unbelievabilities was the horse throwing him through the church at the wedding. I'm not gonna lie, even before that, the horse in general. Has Just, he ridden one before? Absolutely not. And he would, like, that takes, that's a skill set. Especially to be even to be able to gallop over uneven terrain. Yes, and trusting the horse to find the path because he didn't know where he was going. Yes. So the fact that the horse threw him was not unbelievable. The fact the horse threw him through church doors, he fell unconscious and then woke up uninjured. <laughs> I also thought that there would have been, like, a small pool of blood starting (laughs) because he, like, landed on his face. (laughs) Face down with his head having, like, opened the doors. (laughs) No way that there wasn't going to be a pool of blood. (laughs) No neck trauma. Nothing. (laughs) 
Yep, yeah. He was fine. Yep. Love, love saw him through. <laughs> What's your last unbelievable? How was it? Uh, my other one for that situation was how inappropriate his and Hannah's kiss was at that moment. Like, you're breaking up Hannah's wedding, and you're just going to go full-out tongue kiss in front of the groom. Vigo Mortensen style. <laughs> the groom, the groom's family, and a church. It was just inappropriate. I loved the groom's mom's face. <laughs> Atoll. <laughs> that was very funny. Yeah. Do you want to make another drink before we cover obstacles to these people being together? I think so. Okay. So, obstacles to these guys being together. Go. (laughs) I was just about to tell you to go. (laughs) Oh, we both stared at each other open mouthed for (laughs) two seconds. Um, I think there's two obstacles. Okay. The first one... It's glaringly obvious. It's Tom. Like his fear of commitment. Oh, that was my not so glaringly obvious one. Oh. (laughs) But yes, that was one of them. (laughs) It's Tom being emotionally stunted. Because of his dad, let's be honest. Like, you can see where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Not that it makes it better, like his treatment of women, but you understand. Well, here's the thing, though. I didn't find his treatment of women terrible because he told them up front this is how it is this is how I am and if you don't like it that's fine and like he told him up front he was honest he prided himself on his honesty Mm -hmm. he said that multiple times and like there's no judgment sometimes you just want to just have that hookup or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like you said like those girls um, they clung to him, mm-hmm. and he told them that there wasn't any hope. Yeah, I. But specifically with Hannah. Okay. Okay. Specifically with Hannah, he wasn't able or willing to adjust his rules or his attitude or whatever you want to say. Um, remember how we were talking about living with each other habits? This yeah. Is, this is re- one that really bothers James. I can see why. I just took my disposable contacts out and placed them not on your furniture, but I placed them on my Red Bull drink. But at home, I put them places and I forget about them and he finds them crust, like crunchy. So here's the question. Is that better or worse than just, like, fingernails and toenails laying around? I personally think it's better. Why? Because fingernails freak me out. Like, the like, and same with hair, too. Like, once it's off of your body, I don't want it. But those are off of your body, and those were, like, infused with your bodily fluids. Tears? It's not like they were in my vagina. It's still a fluid. <laughs> But, like, they're just chilling. I, they aren't on my furniture. Yeah. But I could see how <laughs> that would bother someone. And I most, like, 90% of the time I just put them on my nightstand. But then 
For some reason, my cat started trying to eat them. (laughs) So (laughs) now I have to either like hide them under like a hair clip (laughs) or under a glass (laughs) because I'm just so tired and I don't want to get up and throw them away. One might think you could just get like a garbage can by my bed. (laughs) Correct. (sighs) So much work. Yes, I have one day disposable contacts, and when I'm done with them, I'm done with them. I take them out wherever I am. That must feel good, though. Like it's great. Yeah, my I. I bet that picked up. I hope it did. He's getting comfy over there. He's using that pillow <laughs> that your daughter put out for him. I have very sensitive eyes. I have to use disposable contacts. And that's that. When I'm done with them, I'm done. I have glasses over there because I knew I would be done with them Mm -hmm. at some point. Anyway, second obstacle. Is it the engagement to the Scottish guy? Yeah. Okay. But I think they're both obvious. Do you think... Oh, never mind. I was going to say distance, like whenever she went to Scotland, but I don't think that was an obstacle because it gave him time to think about his feelings. Yeah. But I still, the only reason he thought about his feelings was because his friends said something to him. He wasn't going to recognize that he had feelings for Hannah until his friends said, like, this is a shitty situation for Hannah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he picked up on it. Mm-hmm. So maybe his just lack of emotional maturity as well. Yeah, he doesn't seem to have um, self-awareness. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, chemistry. So, in comparison to my best friend's wedding. Oh, so much better. I doubt that, like, I even put down that people actually had chemistry in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I thought it was great. They did a lot to build up the relationship between Hannah and whatever his Tom. name was. Thank you. I Starting with how they met, which is something we didn't get in my best friend's wedding. We got that they did date in college. These guys didn't date in college. They just became friends. But that was a powerful scene. It was. And it was lighthearted. And I also think that something that really helped is... These are likable characters. Despite Tom's flaws, he's still very likable because you see that sensitive side. Like, he has that potential with, like, the dog and his friendship with Hannah and how he supports her. You also go back to understanding why he has these issues with his dad. I think those were important scenes to set up. Absolutely. You don't have that with Julia Roberts' character in My Best Friend's Wedding. She just doesn't want the icky stuff. And before she leaves for Scotland, whenever she accompanies him to his father's sixth wedding, you see the wistful look in her eyes. Absolutely. When she's dancing with him. And when he pulls away, she's like smelling him. Mm-hmm. So you do see it. Absolutely, you see it. And I thought... I recognized in her that she was thinking things were changing. Like, as he was slow dancing with her, and then he just, like, breaks off, and she's like, well. 
it's just crazy. They have so much history and they get, like you said, they go into it way more than my best friend's wedding, but like her background on her phone is them. Yeah. How does he not know? I don't know. Right. I, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, and it seems like they have so much fun together. They understand each other going to the bakery, playing these little games and that kind of a thing. Yeah. They have their routine. They're very comfortable with that routine. He likes the routine so much. He tries to duplicate it with other women and he just can't. But I think that's a sign of missing her. Like he's so lost without her that he's trying to find something to replace it. Well, I think he was, that was him testing to see if he really loved him. I didn't even think about that. That's such a good point. Yeah. Because I guess afterwards at that basketball game, he, he drops the bomb. I think I might have feelings for Hannah. Yeah. Um, They both were lost without each other, though. Why do you say they both were? She seemed fine. Oh, I thought she seemed exasperated. When? In Scotland. Uh, Before she met... Yeah. What's his face? Um, Colin. Alone at the bar when she called him trapped in the sheep. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know. It's just (laughs) funny. Um, Yeah, she was always trying to call him to um, just, I think, find some comfort or connection to home. Mm -hmm. And that's what he is to her. I think that's what they are to each other. Home? Mm Mm-hmm. These are huge things that my best friend, my best friend's wedding didn't come close to. Right. Um, Julia Roberts and Dermot Moroney. Yeah. Sure. They went years without talking. Yeah. And then reconnected so she could be like the maid of honor. Yeah. These guys can't go without contact. Mm-hmm. So it's a big difference. They need each other. I did think it was a dick move that he called her, and I don't know if he truly forgot that she was in Scotland and not England. Do you remember this? He calls her and he said, oh yeah, that's right, you're in England, and she says, no, it's Scotland, and it's three in the morning. And I didn't know if it was like a... I see what you're saying, like he didn't pay attention enough. I looked at that as just nerves. Okay, like he just missed her so much, he didn't... He, he was worried about telling her his feelings. Okay. That's what I looked at that as. Um, I thought that it was obvious on the bridge after the dad's wedding. Mm-hmm. She wanted him to tell her not to go to Scotland. Mm-hmm. That he would miss her too much, and he didn't say that. And I think that it was clear from... Even, like, the slow dance that you talked about, this added on the fact that she was already in love with him. Yes. She wanted him to say, don't go. And he didn't. And it seemed like he didn't work, so... No, he made the coffee callers. Yeah, so he could have been like, can I come with you? Can I visit you? Can I... Yeah. A huge thing. Was how she couldn't describe her feelings about Colin to the Reverend. And Tom had to, like, come in for her. Mm-hmm. And it was another sign that 
how much he loved her because he remembered like these minute details of their conversations. And being in tune with each other's feelings to that extent. Mm-hmm. So here's the question then. You know, I love questions. I brought up the fact that it was, I think it was me. I can't even remember. <laughs> Take another drink of scotch. Um, that he only recognizes his feeling because his friends mention it at the gym when they're playing basketball. Because he says, it's the perfect situation. I sleep with whoever I want and I still hang out with mm. Hannah. Which was a dick thing to say. Yes. And the friend called him out like, yeah. that's a shitty situation for Hannah. And that gets him to thinking. So the question is then, at that point, was he really in love with her? Or is he just jealous? No, I do think it's like a subconscious thing. I think it's like buried deep down inside. And I'm serious, because I do think that's possible to ignore and just force down your feelings until you don't even know that they're there. Okay. If you read that book that I lend you, you'll understand that too. Okay. And what's this book called? Good Morning Monster. It was our latest book club book, and I was very unsure of it. I was dreading reading it. It's like um, a therapist detailing like five heroic clients that she had over the years. Okay. And, like, she's a very good storyteller. Um, and it was easy to, like, connect with her and the patients. Okay. So you have to let me know if you like mm-hmm. it. But the subconscious was a very big part of this. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. So I think his subconscious was very powerful. Okay. Because this movie's that deep. It is. Deep. So deep. You have to be ready to dive in, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> really break it apart bit by bit, scene by scene. You definitely can't watch this while taking notes and playing with your phone while looking up drink recipes. I literally couldn't. <laughs> so, I was eating potato skins with sour cream and it. it was an ordeal. Well, that's its own thing. Because I couldn't write with my right hand and dip with my left hand. <laughs> So I paused a lot. It probably took me two and a half hours to finish this movie. <laughs> that is too funny. Did you watch it with the ads? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it was worth it for oh, free. Absolutely. Yeah. And, then and it, it wasn't a cut or anything. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of fucks. Yeah. Well, two? I counted one, but I don't remember. I wrote one down. Fucking Scotty? Yeah. That was funny. That was funny. Um... I don't know whose turn it is. You want to go? <laughs> I was just turning the page quietly. Oh. <laughs> um, I thought their kisses were good. Oh, steamy. Yeah. In that bar? Mm-hmm. That was a very good kiss. Goodness. It was so much better than her and Colin's. Although Colin did look like a good kisser. Mm-hmm. But it's probably like that anticipation. There was a lot of repressed emotions coming out. It's always the best when there's repressed emotions. <laughs> it's great. May not be healthy, guys, but it makes for a good guess. <laughs> and I love that the mom saw her with that knowing look, and then she, like, walked away. Yeah. She was like, yeah, we'll just let it play out. Yeah. 
But was that before or after the album? Yeah. It was before. The Kiss was before? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait. No, I no, think it was opposite. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because the mom brings up that Hannah's dead dad had always thought she would marry Tom. So does that get Hannah back on the Tom train? Or did she ever leave? I was just going to say, did she ever get off the Tom train? Was this all an elaborate manipulation for her to get Tom no. to... Re- I know. I'm oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, damn. Um... I do like the honesty that they have with each other. And then I would like to go into some of the chemistry of Colin and Hannah, but I don't want to take away if you have more Tom and Hannah. I'm good. Um, like I said, Colin looked like a good kisser. I personally didn't find him attractive. We're not blonde haired guys. Yeah. It's not our type. I like gingers. Real freckly. Rural. Rural freckly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, that was a snore. Okay. That was loud. It was Murphy. <laughs> he was really lonely. <laughs> um, just how Colin showed romance wasn't it for me. I did not find that thistle romantic. That's what I was going to bring up during Final Thoughts. Okay. I wanted to know. So during the bridal shower, Colin sends a Scottish, a blood thistle is what it's called, that only blooms for four hours and then it dies. And it was like, that is the most unromantic thing ever. You would want like an everlasting thistle that never dies because that shows your love, you know, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. I said that a flower that dies after four hours seems very unromantic. It seems very funeral. Because he'd scour the entire Scottish countryside. Well, he doesn't really work. So is that really like, he's, he's like (laughs) Tom in that count. Like neither of them really work. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's true. She has a thing for rich guys. She does. She needs to be well kept. Good for her. She enjoys the finer things (laughs) in life. And then the huge red flags. Like, the red flags happened right after another at that dinner. She just knew, like, "Mm, this isn't what I want with, like, the killing of the creatures and the chocolate cake and not sharing. It looked like she felt uncomfortable with that song, too. The bagpipe. Oh, oh, yeah. He practices them every morning. And I don't think that she enjoyed talking to his parents Whereas she did have a comfortable relationship with Tom's dad. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I am done, except to say that the honesty was very important. Noted. I'm done too. Okay. Moment they fall in love. Mm-hmm. She's always been in love with him. Yeah. I would say shortly after they met in college, she fell for him. Because she does mention that she thought he was hot. And so he wanted to sleep with her. Mm-hmm. So I think that she developed feelings for him way back when in the day. And they've been living on mm-hmm. eternal flames. <laughs> I 
one of the notes that I wrote down is, unlike Best Friend's Wedding, I think these guys are actually in love. Okay. So was Tom always in love with her, too? Subconsciously. Subconsciously. And then realizes it after the friend mentioned something. Because he doesn't want commitment. Mm-hmm. And, like, the right girl comes along. I don't know. Like, he didn't want commitment. Hannah's his best friend. They hang out all the time. Mm-hmm. Put two and two together. Yeah. You know? Um, and then... Do they stay together? Yes. I agree. They've known each other for so long. I also loved whenever they show their wedding. Number one, it's at his place, which is gorgeous. I loved his apartment. It was on his balcony. I had no idea. It was a large balcony. (laughs) It was ginormous. And I loved it. Um, Melissa got to be her mo. Yeah. But I liked how they showed that Hannah's hair was longer mm. to show that passage of time that we always talk about. So it wasn't just she rushed from one engagement to the mm-hmm. other. There was time. They made sure it worked. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I think they stay together. They have so much history. They obviously know each other very well. They've been pining consciously and subconsciously for each other. Yes. Iconic this is hard I agree I would have to go with the bar kiss because they're in Scotland there's like that rowdiness of that tradition there and then that hot kiss I was going to go with the tournament Mm. like the mini skip mini kill mm-hmm. and because everybody's there he's trying to win Hannah's affection same as Colin mm-hmm. so I also love that he took that tournament so seriously like if he actually won Colin was going to give up Hannah like this is just tradition that she's not actually going to leave him if he wins yeah um final thoughts I have a lot. Oh, okay. But hit me. Do you have any facts? Just one. There wasn't a lot of good ones. Mm. I had made a comment in my notes about how they did a good job making him look younger for the college years. (coughs) 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 Sorry, that scotch really got us rough. I choked on my own spit. Okay. (laughs) Let's be honest. Yeah, because this was like pre-CGI people. It was CGI. It was CGI. I was surprised. That's crazy. Yeah. (sighs) Yep. Because anytime I think of, like, good CGI making people look younger, I think of how they made Samuel L. Jackson look younger in Captain Marvel and how they made Michael Douglas look younger in Avengers Endgame. They're all Marvel movies. (laughs) That really gets the CGI down. Yep. So. Did we... Speaking of Michael Douglas, did we say Michael Douglas did it for us in Romancing mm-hmm. the Stone? We good. did. Okay, good. Because... He does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Younger. <laughs> Not anymore. Like, Harrison Ford still does it for me, and yes, Clint Eastwood still does it for me, even though he's, like, 94. But I don't think Michael Douglas still does it for me. Like, Have you ever watched current... Basic Instinct? It's on my list. Okay. Is he super hot in it? 
I've never, I've watched, uh, can, can we get into it after this? Sure. Okay. Okay. Have you just seen the vagina scene? No, I've never seen that scene. Oh. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't think she wanted to do that scene. She did not. And that's... That's on the record a lot that she was pressured and it's so Mm -hmm. gross. But can we just talk about Sharon Stone for a second and how good she was on Murderville? (laughs) Do you remember? Yeah. She was so good at improvisation. (laughs) I liked how she acknowledges her reputation and just embraces it. It's like, yeah, that's who I am. I think she's a badass bitch. Absolutely. Boss bitch all the way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, final thoughts. <laughs> I gave one. You go. I hated, hated the fat shaming of Hillary. Oh, yeah. And I can't decide if that knocks one full star or one half star. Ooh. I hated it that much because being where I am in my stage of life, the fact that she felt that she needed to be an eight and she was doing that cleanse and then that woman said, oh, you look hungry. I was like, I can't. I just can't. Yeah. With this. And it was obviously supposed to be funny. It, like, it was... But... It really pissed me off. I had, like, a very visceral reaction to it. And maybe I'm being too sensitive. It's it's weird. I think that I don't think you're being too sensitive. But it's the difference between genres, between like what year did this come out? Oh wait. What year did The Hangover come out? Ooh. Around there, 2007. Ooh, let's see. I'm very excited to know if you're right. Me too. 2009. Damn. So remember how Zach Galifianakis gets made fun of for being fat a lot in there? He's not even. Like, he's just like a normal dude. But yes. But like, I feel like that doesn't get as much criticism as like this would get because she's a woman and he's a man. So I don't know if it's a double standard, if it's a genre thing. Like, I don't. Or if it's just all bad and. No one just talks about it. That's a good point. And it was a really big thing in Lord of the Rings with Sam. Because Gollum called him the fat hobbit. And I laughed at it every single time. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe it's a double standard. But Gollum was also a dick. (laughs) But a fantasy creature. As are hobbits. Also, he was skeletal. So... And all hobbits were, like, plump. Yeah. Except for Frodo, I felt like. Maybe Mary... Pippin? Pippin and Mary weren't plump, but, like, every other one was plump. Yeah, it was a defining characteristic Like, they're stout. Yeah. Yes. Um, but that's a very good point. I have to think about that. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just think that now... Since 2020, 2021, like, we're now becoming aware of, like, mm, thin being a size two. It's not always achievable, and maybe we shouldn't hate ourselves for it. Right. And depending on who you are, it's not really healthy either. Mm-mm. So, yeah. 
I just think that around the same era, it's just an interesting comparison to make. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Hannah's wedding dresses for a moment, because there were two. Mm-hmm. Which one did you prefer? Obviously the second one. I preferred the first. Huh. Without the tartan. Even the shrug? Yes. I was okay with the shrug because I thought that it would make her more comfortable. I hated the hair. Oh, well, that was like a thing. Yeah. But I did. I didn't like the knot. I didn't think it was flattering on her. Oh, I liked it. I thought she looked more comfortable at her second wedding. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't super into the first wedding dress, even without the tartan. Um, I liked how one of the, like, the first thing he said to her was, like, your hair is awful. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really funny. And every time she would touch it, it would crunch. <laughs> it was so and funny. barely move. <laughs> I loved that whenever they were introducing the bridesmaids, they walked into the Kill Bill song. Oh, I love that too. Yeah. That song slaps. It does. <laughs> I love that soundtrack. So good. Uh-huh. I've been wanting to do a rewatch of those. They're just so good. I feel like I watch those movies on repeat. And I watch them a lot college. in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have them. I do. I also think they're they're someplace on demand. I'm sure they are. They have to be. Yeah. Um, it's just so funny. When did those come out? 2006? 2005? 2006? It had to be 2004. It had to be 2004, 2005 because our brother and sister-in-law walked into the reception to that song. That's right. Kill Bill's 2003. Mm. Yeah, because and maybe that's what me what made me do like my high school book report on Quentin Tarantino. How'd that go? I got an A. There you go. I was a weird kid. I was I was a weird kid. Mom confiscated my Marilyn Manson album. Little did she know that she was right on so many levels because he is a sexual sadist. I'm pretty sure mom knew she was right. Mom's always right, and I hate it. <laughs> well, maybe one day I'll get there where I'm always right. I have three more final thoughts. I have none. Oh, no, I have four. So you just <gasps> go. Okay. I have none. Let me rapid, rapid fire them. No. Pause after each one for my rebuttal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> rebuttal. Shit. <laughs> Number one. Patrick Dempsey has the perfect hairy chest. Agreed. Great. Number two, I thought. Do you think he trims it? I don't know. I would think that's a thing, right? I don't know. It seems like there's no hair growth over here. I think that's pretty common for men. But it was like the perfect amount. Yes, in length, which makes me think that it's perhaps trimmed. Okay. Patrick Dempsey emails <laughs> to MrRobCoff <laughs> at gmail.com. Do you trim your chest hair? We need to know. Um, second thought. 
whenever he goes to meet her when she comes back from Scotland, I don't know if you noticed this, but he bought yellow roses. Yellow roses mean friendship. Suck on that, asshole. What a dick. Right? So he's thinking to be romantic, but he buys yellow roses and they signify friendship. All right. I would think he would know that. Listen. Un-fucking- Real. We go through all this work to drink quietly <laughs> and you slurp. Uh, I really enjoyed the werewolf in London reference that they had about beware of the moors, all this stuff. Yeah. Loved it. Finally. Nope. I have five final thoughts. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, Loved the shower scene where they're all looking at his donger. And then I was mad that they didn't show it. And I said, cowards. <laughs> they don't we don't see enough dongers. Okay, but that would have moved it from a PG thirteen to an R. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Show be that dong. <laughs> <laughs> Last final thought, I think, is the guys putting the bridal shower baskets together. It was so fun. I loved it. They got so into putting the candles together and the bath bombs. Matching scents. So good. Oh, I think I have one. <laughs> what was your thoughts on the short, short basketball guy? I felt a little bad for him. He just wanted friends. I did too. I think they should have included him. I thought it was very high school of them to just be like, get out of here. Yeah, I mean, you're all in your young, early 30s. Like, he likes short shorts. Let him breathe. Yeah, I... It's fine. Short shorts are making a comeback anyway. Uh, I lied. One more final thought. <clears throat> I love it. I'm sorry. I love this movie and I had I couldn't wait to talk about it. The last thing I want to say is Melissa is a grown woman and she should have been more mature. Yeah. I was okay with her being a bitch. But I was not okay with her then throwing herself mm. at him later. I thought that was weird. I agree. Um, Martini glasses. I go four out of five. I go four out of five as well. What would make this better? I think there was some incongruity of humor. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it was slapstick, sometimes it wasn't. Mm. Yeah. Maybe some more banter. Um, but I really was on the edge of my seat until that chocolate cake scene. Yeah. And then I was like, ah, it's in the bag. Yeah. It's good. And I love the horse at the end. Bless you. Nope. Thank Great. you, though. Yep. Um, I I did not care for the horse at the end. It made me think of Deliver Us from Eva. When LL Cool J rides into Chicago on the horse. I think so. Like, was it cross country? Wasn't it from, like, L.A.? <laughs> I don't remember. But I think he drove it there okay. and then just <laughs> unloaded it for that part. <laughs> really putting that horse to work. <laughs> cross country. Poor horse. Yeah. He didn't deserve that. Um, Do you think its name was Bear? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to plug Taika Waititi's Instagram <laughs> Because it's great. He has really fun stories going on. Uh, and I love him. 
Uh, do we know what we're doing next time? I So remember how I said I had a couple of things written down? Yeah. And we chose to do Maid of Honor because it paralleled Best, best friend's, friend's Wedding. Thank you. But it was so much better than my Best Friend's Wedding. So much better. I will watch this again. I mm-hmm. actually told James, I was like, you will love this movie. We need to watch it. <laughs> I want to go home and watch it tonight. Um, I wrote down the wedding date. Oh, perfect. So I was even wondering, too, like, should we just do a string of wedding movies? Like, we have The Wedding Singer. We have Big Fat Greek Wedding. Um, Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. So we like themes. We love themes. Absolutely. Weddings. Love it. So, listeners, please rate, review, follow. Subscribe. Click those stars. It's super easy. Email us at a at email us at toasttoromcoms at gmail.com. Check out our website, toasttoromcoms.com. Yes. What question do we have for people this week? I had one and then I lost it. I have nothing. Do you like scotch? Oh, I remember what it was. If you're in New York City, please tell us, is Figaro's the best bakery in New York City? And if not, where is? Because I love me a good bakery. Me too. I'm really hooked on crumble right now. Does that count as a bakery? I mean, they make cookies, but that's it. I like French pastries. La gourmandine. Yes. But I am open to new experiences. So just tell us your bakery. I wonder if people would say Magnolia's would be the best bakery. Do they just do cupcakes? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Let us know. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, Toasty Romcoms, especially if you're in the Pittsburgh area, because I like to explore new places and try all these cocktails and post a lot of pictures of it. That's true. They're great. Thanks. Sorry. I mean, I wish you could come with me. (laughs) No, that's okay. (laughs) Um, definitely give a good tour of Pittsburgh if you follow. You can see some good cocktails. Definitely check it out and give us more attention, please. We'd love it. And then Twitter is at a toast to rom-coms, but Twitter's dying anyway, so. Fucking Elon Musk. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying it <laughs> yeah. to say it. Everyone's saying it now, so I and figured it, I'll do it too. It kind of makes me laugh. <laughs> Uh, so tune in next time for the wedding date, our second Derma Mulroney. Mulroney. I'm thinking of Mulaney. Is it Dermot Mulroney? I think you're right. I don't think I am. Oh, well, in between both of us is where it's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick. I'm Mulroney, I'm right. Nice job. Thanks. See, have confidence. <laughs> I didn't hate this drink. No, I didn't either. It's it's an easy to drink scotch drink, even if you don't drink scotch. Mm-hmm. I think the lemon helped. Mm. The spritz of lemon we did with the second drink helped. Agreed. Um, yeah, it's potent. Watch out. It'll get ya. <laughs> <laughs> um, until next time, peeps. Please watch up. Drink up. And cheers.